Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Before we get into a rebroadcast of what was a exciting live show on Spotify Green Room, remember, Bosco's Boys and the entire Sports Drink Network is sponsored by MyBookie. A-G. If you get over there now and use promo code SPORTSDRINK, you are getting a 100% deposit match up to $1,000. With the NFL still in full swing, bowl games right around the corner, and college basketball really getting exciting, there has never been a better time to get over to mybookie.ag. Remember, use promo code SPORTSDRINK for your 100% deposit match up to $1,000. You better watch out, you better not cry, you better not pout, I'm telling you why. Basketball's coming to town, basketball's coming to town, basketball's are coming to town. Scott's making a Grant's checking it twice They're gonna find out who's naughty and nice Basketballs are coming to town Basketballs are coming to town Basketballs are coming to town Boys are back, and what a horrible, horrible, horrible end to the game. Um, just disgusting late game uh, awareness. Um, you had 15 seconds to win the game with just a bucket. Cats lose by one. Um, just horrible. Just I, – I'm – just devastated by what that final look was. Um, oh my goodness. I given the ball to ish underneath the basket and him trying to do a wraparound layup is the best you could get. You have 15 seconds. I understand you don't have a, don't have a timeout to get it going, but uh, that is just a devastating, devastating final look in a game like that. Um, Oh my gosh, uh, that that sucks. That is a crappy way to end the game. Um, should have should have been should have been a 
game that you could have won. Um, that 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 hurts. That I I'm at a loss of words. I'll run through the box score real quick on the K-State side of things. Uh, Mark Smith led the team 17 points. Ish Masood 16 points. Davion Bradford nine points. Marquise Noel 11. Mike McGirl six. Casey Eziagu two. Salton Miguel two. Luke Kasupke 0 for on the night. Um, just, just sucks. I mean, I I'll just kind of get my stuff out of the way and then go from there. Marquise Noel he had 11 assists. Uh, he did a lot of good things, but one of seven from three and. Very few of them were good looks. Uh, Mike McGurl, two of seven from the field, two turnovers, just not a good night from Mike. Devastating timing free th- or uh, turnovers as well. Mark Smith, you know, leads the team, uh, yeah, you know, in in points, but devastating missed free throws. Uh, you know, you go seventy percent from the field, but man, his three misses really hurt. Um, Ultimately, they go just under 30% from three. We go 24 from three. They go 41 from the field. We go 39 from the field. Just just a devastating way to end the game. We'll kick it over to Aaron. Aaron, uh, you know, give me your quick take hot takes on that game. And then to everyone who's off stage, uh, request to come up. And then I'll uh, let you get your takes in here as well. So, Aaron, um, just devastate. Like I, I'm hurt way more than I thought I'd be losing that game. So, uh, what do you, what do you got for me? Yeah, de- definitely a missed opportunity. I thought the, uh, you know, the atmosphere in there seemed to be on par with, uh, you know, some of the better games that we've seen in Bramlage. So, so definitely a missed opportunity. I think, uh, you know, this team has definitely shown signs of life on offense throughout the season, just inconsistent. And I think that's going to be a theme throughout the season. You know, I think our defense is is a lot you know, ahead of where we were last year at the same time. So defensively, I I liked what we did. You know, Marquette's going to hit some shots, but, you know, holding them to 64 points, you know, obviously gives us a chance to win. Um, But, yeah, definitely a missed opportunity. Um, I think, uh, you know, obviously this was one of our last really good, solid chances to get a good non-conference win. Um, I know we've got other ones, but this, you know, just a missed opportunity. uh, No other way. Yeah, and I, I guess I'm I'm still hung up on that final look again. Uh, I just I, I I understand they don't have a timeout, they don't have a chance to draw something up, but you have to have players on the field or players on the court who are aware enough to know what to do in that given situation. Um, we'll go to Chris. Chris, uh, you know, give me any quick takes or hot takes from that one point loss to Marquette. Yeah, uh, definitely it's going to be one that we wish we could have had. Um, and it's definitely one of those games I kind of said before the season started that it's going to, it's going to be one of those games that we drop that is going to be a little bit uh, disappointing. You're going to have your head scratching a little bit afterwards and wishing what you could have done differently. But, um, um, but yeah, anyways, it yeah, it's disappointing. Um, I think just – just couldn't quite put them away uh, early. I thought we were the better team watching them in the first the first half, and then even in the second half, the start. Um, I mean, they didn't. They had some length. They had some long guys, and were able to block shots. But I thought we're more than capable of uh, beating them. And I think where we lost it was just not being able to extend the leads that we had, or 
uh, keep them at a little bit of distance. And then also their, their little run late in the second half or about halfway through the second half, uh, that hurt where we got down seven, six, and then we were able to come back and, uh, make, make it a game there, which was promising, but just kind of quite finish it off. So it's, it's definitely disappointing. Yeah. I, I'm, uh, I, it, it sucks because this is one that, if if you're trying to map out a way to get to the NCAA tournament going like seven and eleven in Big Twelve play, this is one that you need. This is one that you needed. And it was there. And again, you know, you're without Nigel Pack, you know, without the best shooter, without the best offensive weapon you have. Uh so yes, that has to be said, but it was right there for the taking. And I, I just keep coming back to a handful of things. Uh, you know, lots of wasted trips in transition. We ended up having quite a few transition points. I think we had 19 transition points, but way too often did you have numbers, you miss layups or you turn the ball over in crucial spots. And then I keep coming back to that final possession is just going to uh, be in my nightmares forever. And then uh, I just, I have a lot of disappointment in Mike McGurl and Selton Miguel. I think both of them played very poorly um, I think Selton Miguel, quite frankly, was just very nonchalant the entire game. And uh, because I think Bruce lost a little bit of confidence in him tonight is why Marquise Noel had to play the entire second half. And I, I, I don't think we saw Marquise Noel at his best. And again, even in uh, the game that you had with Marquise, he had 11 assists. The fact that, you know, we weren't able to get him the ball in space, you have 15 seconds uh, you know, on that final possession. And they just kind of, you know, didn't have enough urgency getting down there. And then you just kind of dump it down to Ish and he tries to wrap around layup. And that just, that's just going to haunt me. We'll go to KSU Railroader. Railroader, what are your thoughts on that uh, devastating one-point loss? Yeah, kind of the same. I, I, I didn't get to watch the whole thing. I was definitely disappointed in the way it ended. I thought we could have came up with something a little bit better for – that last possession. Um, but other than that, I mean, it, it it's really hard to gauge something without, you know, pack our best player playing and, you know, Bradford handicap. Well, I'm glad you brought up Bradford because he definitely did not have a good first half, but I do want to give Bradford some love because uh, I think he started off 0 for 2 and then he went 4 of, that would have been 4 or 5 rest of the way for 9 points. Again, he only gets one rebound, and that's not that is not enough from him down the you know playing uh, any amount of time. He needs to be getting more than one rebound. But I think we kind of saw him come into his own a little bit tonight, at least on the offensive end. Um, you know, a little bit disappointed in Casey Eziagu, uh only going one of three from the field, following up that great game versus Wichita State. He did grab eight rebounds, which was nice to see, but uh, just you know. You know, if you're trying to grasp for positives, I would actually say Bradford's second half is one of those positives. I'm going to force Aaron to say something positive. Again, you know, quick take, hot take shows. These are instant reactions. Obviously, uh, this time tomorrow night, we all might be thinking different things. But if you, if I was forcing you to say something positive about this game, what would you say? Yeah, so I've got to say, you know, I mentioned it earlier in our, you know, discussion around the football team. 
our recruiting in the transfer portal, you know, on the basketball side of things is very promising. You know, I, I'm going to make the same statement. I'd like to see us dedicate resources and continue to look at, you know, the transfer portal guys. You look on the court tonight, it's Marquise Noel, Ish Masood, Mark Smith. You know, we're relying on these guys that really have only been on campus for a very short period of time. So I, again, I've seen more signs of life in those guys and some of the, you know, not going to name names, but some of the guys that are no longer in the program, you know, they come out of high school, they spend maybe a semester, maybe a year, and they're just, there's no energy, there's no competitiveness. Marquise Noel has that. He needs to funnel it better. You know, he's, he needs to play better, and he knows that. But I just, I, I like seeing the competitive nature of, of guys like him on the court. It's very promising. And again, the transfer portal, we've got to use it to our advantage through, throughout the season and in the years to come. Thank you for thank you for that railroader. Uh, I, I appreciate that. I, I was uh, starting to talk about you know I was going to grab one more positive before uh, we, we get some positives from everyone else. The getting to the line ten times isn't enough in a game. I want to get to the to the free throw line more often, but they only got to the free throw line three times. So you got to shoot seven more free throws than them, which I think is a good thing. Ultimately, when you look at the box score though, it really came down to the fact that they shot over half of their shots were from three and they shot a slightly better percentage. And that's ultimately where it came down to. We hit more two point shots. We hit more free throws, but at the end of the day, this is why I tweeted at halftime. That's a team that loves to chuck up threes and they were up by one, despite shooting, you know, under 25% in the first half. Those are the type of games that bugged me. And I think it was Chris who said, you know, we weren't able to extend those leads when they were cold, and it ultimately came back to bite us. Uh, I will make uh, Chris and I'll then I'll make Railroader both say something positive from the game before we get to Zach. So, Chris, give me something positive, uh, you know, just to kind of hit all uh, spectrums of this game. Yeah, I think um, overall you can – I mean, I think there's, there's a lot more uh, – positives offensively I think uh, we have guys that can have the ability to get a bucket when they need to um, more more guys more so than last year um, and so uh, so that's pretty promising and kind of like Aaron said that the, the there's transfer guys for the most part they've done really well it was good to see ish kind of get a feel for the game tonight. So that was good. He, I thought he played good and stepped up and made some good shots down the stretch. Um, and uh, Mark Smith was filling up the stat sheet too. So I, he uh, was the leading scorer. So um, those were all good things. And, uh, you know, uh, I guess at the end, I know we didn't win the game, but I feel like in the past, uh, when uh, teams would be up by like six or seven there with under like five minutes left. Uh, it never felt like uh, we could come back. Like uh, that was ball game. But um, in this, we had a chance to actually win the game. Um, just got to make some free throws down the stretch. Um, so th those those are some positives. I think uh, hopefully um, when Nigel gets back, hopefully the guys that kind of stepped up in these last two games, they don't take a dip because I know that can be a little bit of adjustment um, in regards to playing time, but hopefully uh, 
maybe this is one of those games that even though we lose, um, it can be uh, kind of a stepping stone to something bigger and better down the road, hopefully. So hopefully they can uh, grow from this. So I guess there's my positives. Yeah. And I, I, nothing you said is wrong. The the reason why I think I'm worked up more than I thought I was going to, going to be is because we're starting to see how good the big 12 is going to be. So getting to that seven and 11 mark, which is where I think we needed to be if we would have won out rest of the way in the non-con was going to be a chore. Um, I, I think now with this loss, you know, eight and 10 is probably the record we're going to have to target. And that's going to be a tall task. So that's why I'm super down, but we're going to go to railroader. I'm going to force him to try to say something positive. I know you didn't get to watch the whole game. Uh, so I'll, I'll let you opt out of this one if you want to, but give me something positive if, if you have it. No, I think the way we battled down the stretch, I mean, we, you know, we were down six and I, I think at times last year, maybe not every game, but some of the games we would have just laid down and let it be over. But, this team seems to have something, some kind of fight in them that we didn't have last year, it seems like, or the year before. Uh, and, they, you know, they battled back and they fought and got to within one point, just couldn't finish on the last play. And I think that might have been something if we had packed on that last play, we might have been able to create something different or a healthy Bradford. We could have created something we would have came, came away with. All right, we'll go to Zach now. Zach, give me any quick takes or hot takes. If you want to throw something positive in there, you can. We're going to circle back with some negatives as well. Uh, but just give me any uh, any any takes from this game. Um, a positive would be that I think we win very easily with Nigel Pack, and he'll be coming back, and that's just about it. <laughs> yeah, I I I do think that uh, if we have Pack. Uh, that Wichita State game may even be a blowout, and we definitely would have won this one. Uh, we'll go to Will, my guy, Will Dubois, one of my favorite humans in the world. Will, give me any quick takes or hot takes from this game. Well, I appreciate that, Scott. Um, I was just going to do some positives, and I think a positive was I was having fun watching Cats basketball on a Wednesday night right up until the end. And the end sucked, but it was fun. Uh, in the meantime, watching how hard we fought. And then also, you know, it was fun kind of trash talking after we beat the Shockers to some friends. And I was talking a little bit of crap leading up to this Marquette game. And we didn't embarrass ourselves at least. And I'm looking forward to doing the same against Nebraska. Um, we played well enough. I think we can beat them. So looking forward to that. Yeah, I I think we, we should be able to win that. And I do think every non-con game left on our schedule is winnable. Um, let's, uh, let's do something. Let's all wallow a little bit. Give me your biggest negative from this game. And then I'll close us out with a question. We'll start with Aaron. Aaron, ultimately, when you reflect on this game, what is going to be the negative that you will find hard to shake? Yeah, it's just offensive execution. I mean, that last play of the game just, you know, really sums up Bruce and and his offensive system over the last, you know, however many years he's been doing it at K-State, right? we just really struggle to have any kind of rhythm on offense, you know, throughout the years, I think when we have, you know, guys that can get their own shot and create it. And I'm talking, you know, Magruder, Poland, Beasley level guys, we're okay. But on a consistent basis, we just really struggle to score the basketball. So again, I think our defense is always going to be there with Bruce, but offensively just so frustrating sometimes to watch there's no rhythm. You know, Bruce is out halfway on the court yelling, 
you know, gosh knows what to run a play. Just like guys, why, why are we treating this like a third grade basketball team trying to tell them every little corner to go to just run your damn offense and play, go score. I mean, this, this is not that complicated and we just, we make it look like it's rocket science. Yeah. I, I, uh, I have a hard time disagreeing with you, especially with, uh, you know, that last, last play again, you know, it wasn't eight seconds left on the clock. You have 15 seconds. So, uh, I'm right there with you. We'll go to Chris next. Next, Chris, what's your biggest negative? Yeah, just, uh, I mean, overall biggest negative is just not finishing in the, in the end. Um, I know it just seems like we were plagued with, uh, <laughs> a chance to win it down one or down two. And then uh, we have a we don't get a good shot or an open look. Uh, it's always kind of a not a great look or a great shot. And I know that that was tough not having a timeout. You already mentioned that, but um, that's negative. I, and um, yeah, I, it just it just there, there's a lot of things that you can turn to. I mean, I think defensively uh, we played good, um, but. Um, and I know Marquette, they shoot at a high volume and so, and they're shooting percentage what it was, but man, you, you wish that, uh, some of the defensive rotations in the first half, cause I noticed in the first half, it looked a lot and Marquette, you gotta kind of got to credit Marquette. They were, I thought they moved the ball pretty well, but uh, I think some of those defensive rotations early where they got some of those threes, um, those could have been prevented on a few. Um, but yeah, it's just it's it's tough. It's a tough one to lose. Um, so we'll we'll see what happens. I think, like you said, all the rest of the non-con games are are winnable, but you you have to win every single one of the non-con games left. The big the big names left are Nebraska and Ole Miss, and neither of those are great. Nebraska is not good. Um, I, I'm not sure what Ole Miss has, but I mean you got to get those two to prevent like a a bad loss in the non-con. So pretty much have to win out in the non-con. And then, like you said, we have to, uh, we have to get as many wins as possible in the big 12, which could be tough because big 12 is stacked. Yep. I I think if you win out, you have to be eight and 10 to feel good. Seven and 11 might get it done. Uh, Any more, any loss from here on out in the non-con is really going to put you behind the eight ball. We'll go to uh, railroader. Uh, give us any uh, – what's going to be the negative that sticks with you after this one? I think it's our, our close, you know, close shots, like all the layups and stuff that we missed and the uh, two-on-ones and three-on-ones or whatever that we missed. Uh, there's several of them that we should have came out on top of and we just couldn't quite do it. For- all right, we'll go to Zach. Zach, any big negatives that will haunt you? Um, I know you were talking about defense, but I thought it was absolutely terrible. I mean, really, I, we gave up so many open threes. Um, I think Grant was going on about that on Twitter as well. We, our perimeter defense was terrible. And you've got to understand that the Big 12 is, I think, one of the better three-point shooting conferences. Maybe I'm wrong about that. But I know, for example, Baylor last year was just on fire. Like, they couldn't miss. Now, granted, they were national champions. But, I mean, there are going to be, you know, shooters in this league that will absolutely kill us if we leave them open. And I think that's going to bode really badly if we can't get them. Yeah, I, I think they need to really make sure they understand their assignments because it typically happened on a high pick and roll 
they collapse down to take away the driver and the roll man and then would leave the corner three wide open. So they need to understand their assignments and make sure that they are assignment sound. Otherwise, uh, you're 100% correct. Folks are going to be able to camp in that corner and uh, shoot threes all, all night long. So we'll go to Will. Will, you're a, you're a positive guy, so I'm not going to force you to say what the, the biggest negative that's going to stick with you. But if you want to, you know, give it, give it to the group, now's the time. Um, I don't know, just squandering away a win that was right there for taking. There were so many positives. It's not going to win with so many positives. It's just a little discouraging because there's going to be uh, a lot of games where we, it won't be close because it's Big 12 and we need all the ones we can get, especially against a team like Marquette. It's a brand name, and it would be a, great to have gotten a win and push that all-time series even higher. All right, and then the exit question is going to be, uh, if anyone uh, currently listening in, we have 33 guests. We have a handful of other registered listeners. If you want to pop up on stage right now, uh, do it now or forever. Hold your peace. Uh, but the closing question is going to be, we currently have three losses in the non-con. I think the record is five and three, staring down the barrel of, uh, you know, we got, what, five more non-con games and then – the full gauntlet, 18 games in the Big 12 uh, season. Do we make the NCAA tournament? We're going to go to Railroader first. Keep in mind, Nigel Pack eventually will be back. Do we find a way into the NCAA tournament? Yeah, I think we squeak in or close to a 500 record in the Big 12. 500 record, 100% would do it. So if, if that's being offered to me, I'm taking it right now. We go to Zach. Zach, gun to your head. If you're making the gamble, do we make the big dance? Um, I'm gonna say yeah. I mean, because I think that with Pack, we're gonna be much better. Um, I think that Illinois was a pretty encouraging game. A lot of people didn't want to think that, and then of course, Wichita State with winning without him was awesome. Um. They're gonna. I think they're gonna squeak in, and I think they might even win ten games in the conference. I know that I've been pretty negative, but I really do think that would be massive. That would be massive. And then we're gonna stop or end the show with, uh, like I said, one of my favorite humans in the world. Will, Will, do we make the tournament, or is this going to be a bubblelicious team where we're looking on the outside from the outside? Uh, initially, initially we don't. But K State Twitter calmly and rational rationally gives facts and evidence that convinces the tournament committee to let us in. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, uh, I want to thank everyone who joined us tonight, uh, kind of giving me my own little mini therapy session. Uh, that was a rough one, but Hey, you know, these instant reaction shows, that's, what's fun about them. Uh, you get to, uh, get to melt down a little bit. So, that's all we got tonight. Uh, keep coming back. Uh, stay tuned to Twitter. We'll announce when the live show next week is going to be. Hoping it will be Wednesday, uh, but there is no midweek basketball game. So just stay tuned to Twitter, to the show feeds, and we'll let you know. Shout out to our sponsors, MyBookie, Symbol, and Spotify Greenroom. That's all we have. Uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Uh, we love you guys, and uh, you know, just keep rocking. You know, keep swagging with your white shoes as Pete the Cat has taught us. Woo, Santa Claus got a dirty job.
Network.